0: There's a lot going on in the world, and when things get busy and chaotic like this, it's easy to forget that Kanye West is still out there, somewhere, doing something. Yeah. In recent years, Ye has been a kind of Pennywise-like figure, lying dormant for extended periods of time before reappearing and wreaking havoc for a brief period before vanishing yet again. My work here is done. And for now, it appears that Kanye is still in hibernation following what was one of the most insane public relations meltdowns ever. Uh, He seems to be entirely off social media, only appearing in occasional paparazzi photos with his new wife, who bears a striking resemblance to his previous wife. But before that, he of course spent several weeks towards the end of last year just being extremely anti-Semitic. And just to clarify, due to the current social climate, Kanye wasn't being anti-Semitic in the sense of, hey, maybe murdering thousands of Palestinian children is bad. No, he was he was telling everyone who would listen how much he literally loves Adolf Hitler, and he was
1: palling around with white nationalists. You know, yeah. actual anti-Semitism. That's uh, what he was doing. Not only that, it was just one short year ago that he announced his uh, candidacy for the presidency of the United States of America. Which he apparently suspended at some point. Uh, I guess well, we missed that. its It's the perfect time to bring it back with everyone's poll numbers as low as humanly possible. I mean, the
0: field is open, sir.
1: Yeah, and uh, Kanye, he doesn't need lifts. He designs his own shoes. So That's true. The joke police are here. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound <laughs> of the joke police. Uh, anyways, that's putting it mildly. This guy was... He was on one. Yeah. Uh, he made Alex Jones blush. Yeah. We're not going to rehash the details, but it was, uh, needless to say, very bad for Kanye's brand and the termination of his collaborations with Adidas and other brands reportedly lowered his net worth from $2 billion to $400 million. And then, even after Kanye finally decided to shut the hell up, a completely separate scandal arose following reports about Donda Academy, the weird little school Kanye created in Southern California, which has been sued by former teachers who describe it as a very bizarre and unsafe learning environment, to put it mildly. Anyways, it's now been nearly a year since the Kanye West anti-Semitism scandal, and while there were reports at the time that this kind of thing hadn't just come out of nowhere and had actually been simmering just out of view for many years, the New York Times last week published an investigation into Kanye's time at Adidas. And, yeah, sounds like the folks at Adidas probably weren't too shocked when Kanye went nuclear. No, not at all. A German company also, by the way, I believe,
0: uh, yeah, that just makes it extra awkward. Yeah, a German company founded by a guy who was a member of the Nazi Party. There's no evidence to suggest he was an active member, yeah. but as a but uh, thanks to Kanye, there's no way we're beating these allegations. Yeah, as, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just very unfortunate. Of all the shoe companies to get into bed with, he had yeah. to get into bed with uh, one of the two uh, German. Sneaker companies from pre war. The, other, yeah. one, the well, other one being Puma, which interestingly, fun fact, started by the
1: other, uh, the brother of the Adidas guy. Wow. They did, both... they, did they hate each other? Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> a cool story. Also, Kanye driving a Mercedes around and also uh, wearing, uh, Well, what's the designer from Germany that did the, uh, the outfits? Oh, uh, Hugo Boss? Yes, Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another German company that uh, split up
0: uh, brother hatred. Uh, yeah, Aldi. yeah. Aldi in North Germany and Aldi in South Germany, two completely different companies. And now they own Trader Joe's. They've actually owned Trader Joe's for like 20 years.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, after that brief history lesson, here's how (laughs) the article about Kanye West starts. The Adidas team
0: was huddled with Kanye West, pitching ideas for the first shoe they would create together. It was 2013, and the rapper and the sportswear brand had just agreed to become partners. The Adidas employees, thrilled to get started, had arrayed sneakers and fabric swatches on a long table near a mood board pinned with images. But nothing they showed that day at the company's German headquarters captured the vision Mr. West had shared. To convey how offensive he considered the designs, he grabbed a sketch of a shoe and took a marker to the toe, according to two participants. Then he drew a swastika. It was shocking, especially to the Germans in the group. Most displays of the symbol are banned in their country. The image was acutely sensitive for a company whose founder belonged to the Nazi party. And they were meeting just miles from Nuremberg, where leaders of the Third Reich were tried for crimes against humanity.
1: I like how they they mention it's mostly banned from Germany. The places it is not banned are in uh, Holocaust memorials and and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's some more crazy shit from this. Just weeks before the 2013 swastika incident, the Times found Mr. West made Adidas executives watch pornography during a meeting at his Manhattan apartment, ostensibly to spark creativity. Get the juices flowing. In February 2015, preparing to show the first Yeezy collection at New York Fashion Week, staff members complained that he had upset them with angry, sexually crude comments. He later advised a Jewish Adidas manager to kiss a picture of Hitler every day and he told a member of the company's executive board that he had paid a seven-figure settlement to one of his own senior employees who accused him of repeatedly praising the architect of the Holocaust. Okay. Hmm, not subtle. No, not at all. Uh, so they definitely knew about this for a long time. And yeah, the article's main focus is how the easy collaboration came about and developed and how Adidas leadership basically ignored the red flags until they had no choice but to act. Because yeah, even on the public side, the blatant Nazi stuff, it didn't come out of nowhere. There were lots of other incidents, like back in 2018 when Kanye went on that rant about how slavery was a choice. Yeah, that was a lot of years
0: before Someone poisoned it really was brain came crashing a, a down a long
1: long time ago. Yeah, this
0: I mean, it was shocking, but was anyone really all that shocked? I mean, when I it was shocked by
1: by just how hard he was going, like It really was like, okay, this clearly didn't come out of nowhere because no one flips this hard immediately.
0: Yeah, I think the most shocking thing was that he said that stuff and then said it again
1: and again and And partnered up with Nick Fuentes Uh, and uh, really tried to make a go of uh, becoming a Nazi leader in America, I guess. Yeah, I
0: mean, he really had had an out. Mm -hmm. He's like, listen, I'm Kanye. I get a little carried away sometimes. Well, thank goodness for Jonah Hill. Yeah, all it took was watching 21 Jump Street and being that that Jonah Hill, he's hilarious. And you're telling me he's a Jew? Well, I take it all back. Yeah. Yep. Clearly, I
1: went down the wrong path here because that's funny. Look, the results don't lie. Yeah. Jonah Hill cured anti-Semitism. Well, uh, that's one good thing Jonah Hill's done. It's hard to balance the good and the bad.
0: I would say. Say the, what you will about Jonah Hill, <laughs> he brought Kanye down from. Uh, on the, the scale of the like
1: uh, uh, of like uh, you know accusations and atrocities committed, uh, I would say that the Jonah Hill uh, it's fairly uh, we- low. weirdly interpreting boundaries as if yeah. they are something you can project Just onto being someone else. The worst boyfriend. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he he mis he misinterpreted what boundaries are. Uh-huh. He made rules for his partner. Well. Not boundaries for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the slavery comments put Adidas in a tight spot, but they were able to successfully distance their shoe collaboration from Kanye's personal statements so they could keep making shitloads of money. And we mean shitloads. Yeah, this was
0: actually, I had no idea, like, Adidas' market share before this collab was, like, less than 15% Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Nike
1: was, like, 50% for decades. And, like, this is, like, the best thing that ever happened to their brand. Yeah. But meanwhile, behind the scenes... The chief executive's response disturbed some Adidas employees, including in the Yeezy unit. Most were fans of Mr. West. Still, working with him took a toll. The Yeezy team adopted a strategy it likened to firefighting, rotating people on and off the front lines of dealing with the artist. Adidas also assigned a human resources official to the group, gave each new hire a subscription to a meditation app, (laughs) and gathered the staff regularly for something akin to group therapy. Uh, we have heard that you guys have some issues with our uh, very talented artist, who's making us lots of money. So we got you all a free subscription to BetterHelp. Uh, well,
0: BetterHelp's the
1: the therapy. <laughs> I know. App. I know. Uh, what's the? It's uh, mindfulness or something. Yeah, that is very funny though. And that and like calm. No, yeah, the, the
0: calm app, which they they sponsor, is bad. I have nothing against them. It's no. it's actually pretty good. But uh, it it is funny that like all this like. Mental wellness stuff, a lot of it, it sort of comes from a place of like, stop whining so much and work harder. Yeah, we like, got you
1: the Calm subscription, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, like maybe if you meditated more, you wouldn't be such a little
1: bitch you when can, I
0: make you stay after hours and do more work. You
1: can drown out the horrors of your job by listening
0: to rain while you go to sleep. Yeah,
1: you're, you're treating
0: symptoms and uh, not the root cause. Yeah, It's, it's interesting. But, but hey, uh,
1: for your everyday person, it's it's fun. Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoy. It's just my, it is, it's an insane response
0: to like ha- actual yeah. workplace issues. You there. have you have employees working for a man who has demonstrated repeatedly, over and over again, that he is um, difficult at best and like hateful uh, at worst. And uh, this is a like, perfect you know example
1: what? of money talks, though.
0: Go take five and listen to the call map, and uh, you know, get your chakras in line, and then get back in there. Yeah. Anyway, here's a little bit more Nazi stuff from the article. Mr. West also told some Adidas colleagues that he admired Hitler's command of propaganda, viewing him as a master marketer. No, Kanye, that was, that was Joseph Goebbels. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in 2018, he disclosed to Mr. Lightkey and another manager that he had paid a seven-figure settlement to the outgoing chief executive of his Yeezy operation, who had accused him of commending Hitler and creating a hostile workplace, according to someone familiar with the conversation. And some of Mr. West's Adidas handlers knew that year that he was considering naming his next album, Hitler, according to several former Adidas employees. It was ultimately titled, Yay. Oh, so kind of the same thing, based on the path he was headed down. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Though it's unclear whether anyone at Adidas knew back in 2018 about the Nazi remark, Adidas Global Director of Entertainment and Influencer Marketing, John Wexler, who is Jewish, told colleagues about something similar then that had led him to yell at Mr. West. The artist told him to hang a photo of Hitler in his kitchen and kiss it every day to practice unconditional love. No, Kanye, I'm not going to fucking do that. Bizarre. It's just, you really can get away with so much shit when you're a star.
1: Yeah, uh, just wild. <laughs> it seems like uh, at the very least, he's somewhat normalizing. Mm-hmm. All he had to do is get his butthole fingered in Italy, and that kind of like changed him a little bit. What? Remember, his new uh, wife was like digging in his pants, just like uh, Leo DiCaprio. Wait, they, new girlfriend. oh, I thought I thought you got those mixed up. No, there was, there was They were on a boat together. Oh, uh, in Italy, and well, maybe that's, doing a little digging. Maybe that's the key. Yes. The, uh, the racism switch is inside yeah, the asshole. The forbidden chakra. Uh-huh. And uh, anyways, the article is mostly about how Adidas looked past a bunch of problematic behavior from Kanye for years, starting with the very first meeting because the deal was so lucrative. But that, of course, changed late last year with a breakup that cost both Kanye and Adidas a ton of money, following statements that included, I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Well, they dropped him about a week after that. <laughs> Uh, So has Kanye learned from all this? Well, uh, based on him filing a bunch of new trademarks last month with the word use, as in Jews, with the J replaced by a Y, probably not. Okay, Mm, so uh, outward stuff seems like he's normal. Uh, Internally, though, he's still cooking. He went back into the racism cave to cook up some new racism. Yeah. Well, with a new album supposedly coming out very soon, which very soon in Kanye terms means probably in two years. Well, he's already canceled two different like listening party events for it. Yeah. At the very last minute. Two more years. It'll be good. Yeah. He's cooking. Uh Uh-huh. He's Yeah. He's doing a lot of that. He's he's coming up with Mm -hmm. new racist ideas. He's coming up with new music. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. With the promise of a new album. Mm -hmm. Eventually, someday. Kanye may once again be stepping into the spotlight. And what he says while under that spotlight is anyone's guess. But, look, uh, obviously, talented music maker. Some of the greatest albums of all time is early work. Recently, not great at all. Yeah, it's been diminishing returns. But wouldn't it be wild if Kanye came back and dropped the most, it won't happen, incredible album of all time, it won't happen. The timing especially is like, uh,
0: he's been threatening a new album for the last, like, three or four weeks mm-hmm. and it's just like could not be worse timing
1: yeah exactly kanye this is not the time for you to re-emerge especially calling it something like the use yeah use yeah it's uh it's all bad everyone stop listening to kanye his time has passed yeah the yeah. less attention that everyone pays to him the quicker he will there's a lot of good music out there yeah there sure is But moving on to a news topic that
0: unfortunately is looking like less of an isolated incident and more like a concerning trend,
1: can airline pilots be trusted? We don't know anymore.
0: Just a little over a week ago, we found out about an off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot entering the cockpit mid-flight to try and cut power to the plane's engines to make it crash, supposedly due to taking magic mushrooms and staying up for several days straight. And now we're getting news of another pilot at another airline doing something similarly absurd and dangerous in the middle of a packed flight. Pulling a gun in the cockpit and threatening to shoot the flight's captain. Uh, yeah, it seems pretty bad. Although, to be clear, this apparently happened over a year ago. We're just now finding
1: out about it. Very comforting to know. Yeah. Uh, here's the Washington Post. A former airline pilot was charged last month with interfering with a flight crew after U.S. Department of Transportation investigators said he used a gun and threatened to shoot the captain during an August 2022 flight. Jonathan J. Dunn, then a Delta Airlines pilot, used a dangerous weapon to assault and intimidate a member of the flight crew during the incident, according to an indictment filed October 18th in U.S. District Court in Utah. He is no longer employed with the airline, Delta said. It declined to comment further, including on any possible injuries. Dunn threatened to shoot the captain multiple times if the flight was diverted in connection with a passenger's medical problem, according to the Transportation Department's Office of Inspector General, which said he is from California and provided no further details on the circumstances. He was allowed to carry a gun in the cockpit as part of a Transportation Security Administration program put in place in the years after the September 11th attacks. Under the Federal Flight Deck Officer program, pilots can use guns to defend against an act of criminal violence and air piracy while attempting to gain control of an aircraft, according to the TSA, which said it covers the cost of the training and equipment. So, Someone on this
0: flight was having a medical emergency, serious enough that they needed to make an emergency landing to get their ass to a hospital. Mm -hmm. Sounds serious. And this pissed off Mr. Dunn enough that he threatened to kill the captain over it. He pulled
1: a gun and he pointed at him and said, no fucking way. Who hasn't been in a scenario where you're on the highway, you're making great time, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, someone in the back... Why didn't you pee at the last place? Ah! <laughs> there's nothing worse than making good time and having to pull off and waste all the minutes that you Ugh. gained by speeding down the highway just because some, someone can't hold their bladder or is having a heart attack. <laughs> medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the obvious unanswered question here is
0: why, what was he so excited to get to at the destination that... He was willing to uh, threaten physical violence. I think
1: it's just making good time, baby.
0: It's the principle of the matter. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that remains a mystery for now, but uh, here is CBS News with a bit more on this guy. The two-page indictment obtained by CBS News Tuesday alleges that Dunn did assault and intimidate a crew member of an aircraft and did use a dangerous weapon in assaulting and intimidating the crew member. But he said he was joking afterwards. No. On Wednesday, multiple sources confirmed to CBS News that Dunn was also the plaintiff in an unsuccessful U.S. Supreme Court case last year in which, as a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force, Dunn attempted to block the Air Force from disciplining him for refusing to take the mandatory COVID-19 vaccine on religious grounds. On April 2022, the high court ruled against Dunn's request for a religious exemption by a six to three margin. Okay, yeah, I mean, still doesn't explain why this happened, but it certainly provides some context on the type of person we're dealing with. Uh, brain
1: broken during the pandemic.
0: Uh, sir, there's a man in the back who's uh, having a heart attack right now. I don't now. believe in medical that science. That
1: motherfucker ain't real. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. Uh, have you ever been on a plane with a medical emergency? No, thank God. I have, but they solved it, I guess. Okay, good. Yeah, they, I, I've been on, I think, two or three flights where they've needed a doctor. Oh. But it always ends up fine. I think it's probably someone having a panic attack or something. Yeah. Uh, and there's always a doctor on the plane, which is awesome. They're like the uh the marshals, the air marshals. They always have to have one. Uh yeah. Well, there's also just a lot of doctors around and poss- I'm, I'm a podiatrist. Yeah,
0: possibly. Okay. Anyone else? <laughs> I'm a dentist. Or yeah, or you do the George Costanza and uh your girlfriend, you lied to her and yeah, said that you were you a doctor. And going. she's like, this guy's a doctor over here. <laughs> Incredible stuff.
1: Uh horrific if anything had gone wrong, obviously. No, it's terrifying. But uh luckily it appears as though uh this they they, they sorted out their differences and no one got shot. So Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways Who pilots uh, the pilots? Uh that's when the robots take over. I mean. But <laughs> speaking of anti-vax weirdos, we've covered a number of bizarre alternative uh medicine quack cures over the years ranging from dangerous ones like drinking bleach and taking large quantities of livestock medication, to ones that are mostly just disgusting, like urine therapy, a.k.a. drinking your own piss, which is what you should do if you're on the road, making good time, and you don't want to piss off the driver. While it's gross enough to imagine someone drinking urine voluntarily, what's even worse is imagining taking a big, hot sip of some stranger's piss, entirely by accident. And honestly, based on everything we know about the conditions that America's delivery drivers work under, something like this was bound to happen. And it's mostly surprising that it took this long, or at least this long, for someone to admit that it happened. Here's Utah's ABC4 with the story. A lot of stories from Utah this week. Yeah. Yeah. A Utah man
0: said he ordered a milkshake through a food delivery app, but instead got a cup filled with urine. God. Caleb Woods of Saratoga Springs said he ordered fries and a milkshake from Chick-fil-A through the Grubhub app earlier this week. When I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a
1: sip, he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of a cold, thick milkshake. That's a hot, warm, thin sip of piss.
0: It couldn't be more opposite. I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine. Oh, God. Wood captured the delivery driver on his home security camera. Wood said he called the driver back to his house and confronted him. That confrontation was also caught on video. Do you realize this is pee? Wood said to the driver (laughs) while holding the tall styrofoam (laughs) cup in his hand. According to Wood, the driver admitted to confusing two styrofoam cups in his vehicle. Wood said the driver told him that he works long hours and doesn't take bathroom breaks, so he relieves himself in his car. Wood said that drinking the urine made him sick. When he reached out to Grubhub, Wood said that the Chicago based company took four days to get back to him. Oh, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. He said that the company refunded part of his order, which was <laughs> less than $30. They refunded like $18, the actual cost there of the it food. Is. There it Wood is. said they didn't refund the delivery fee or
1: the tip that I gave. Every time, every time, not even to this degree of nastiness, but every time there's a story about like something ho- horrifically bad happening here's with five it, dollars. Yeah, yeah. We, we understand that this has caused oh, uh, a lot of stress. Here's $5 for a future order. Yeah, it's
0: weird. Uh Yeah, I, I would be, you know, I think we'd all be a little annoyed by this. I'm surprised they had any sort of conversation at all, because if I was the driver, yeah, he I, he probably realized pretty quickly what had happened.
1: Maybe yeah. not. He reached over and said, Wait, hold on, my oh. delicious cup of piss has been oh, replaced yes. by a Oh real shit.
0: Thing. I gotta go back and get my piss back.
1: Hey, excuse me. Hey, that's do my have,
0: that's my medicine. Do you have my piss? Hey, I think you took my piss, buddy.
1: It would have been amazing hey, what the hell? if you just flipped it on him and yeah. it was all caught on tape. Oh, you thought you were being real clever taking my piss. Oh, yeah. You think that piss is worth less than this milkshake? I don't think so, buddy. Give me that it's back. liquid gold, baby. Grubhub should give me $18. Yeah, you owe me. That's some good medicine right there. Hey, congrats on never getting COVID ever. By the way, five stars if you've got the time. Yeah. Just uh, it, pull out the app right now. Show Come me. on, let me see it. Anyways, that definitely got us demonetized. Oh, yeah. If nothing else, of the uh, talking about Kanye being a Nazi. Bodily fluids. Fuck it. Here's here's some more news you definitely should not be eating for. We should have gave you that warning before the last story. Oh, well, too late. Enjoy your lemonade. It centers around a lawsuit filed by a couple against a Ritz-Carlton hotel in Northern California. What was supposed to be another luxurious stay at the Ritz-Carlton turned nightmarish for one couple. Jane and John Doe of Washington State arrived at the Oceanfront Luxury Half Moon Bay Resort for the weekend of November 18th, 2022 to visit the daughter attending a nearby university for the Thanksgiving holiday and to celebrate Jane's birthday. However, plans were significantly derailed after Jane had a sip of a Ritz-Carlton-branded water bottle that was contaminated with semen. (laughs) Okay, Uh, excuse me, I believe I left a bottle in here. Hey,
0: that's my cum you're drinking. (laughs) Hey, give me my comeback. Hey, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> That's my come. You think it come's free? Uh, it continues. The lawsuit alleges the visit began normally and the couple was properly greeted when they arrived for the stay. Nothing amiss. On the night of November 18th, the couple realized they were out of water and called the front desk for some more. Moments later, a male employee arrived with at least five bottles and had no reason to believe the bottles were tampered with and defiled. Jane went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and reached for a bottle. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off, and she initially thought it was a chemical contamination before she started to suspect it was semen. This would later be confirmed on January 12, 2023, after a claim adjuster told the couple over the phone that the water was, quote, defiled with semen. The lawsuit claims one of the hotel employees ejaculated his semen into a Ritz-Carlton-labeled water bottle, delivered it to Jane and John Doe's room and Jane Doe then drank the semen contaminated water before she realized it had been defiled by a criminal deviant that she had been sexually assaulted this is horrific this is disgusting and i'm curious did the did the cap not snap when she opened it no i'm not blaming the victim well, here but no
1: absolutely not because if look you you shouldn't have to worry about this no, uh, at all. So if it do- if you're if you're popping water bottles and you're thirsty or whatever like that, uh, it, turning one you, it's I would fully understand how someone could accidentally. Yeah, no, uh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, you you generally you you trust that the water you, that is provided to you by uh, five star hotels yeah. does not have jizz in it. Yeah, you would assume so, that would be
1: the case. Uh, I, this I'm is... just
0: saying there
1: there there would have been some telltale signs here that I guess. I guess she Maybe, missed. Maybe, but there's a lot of scenarios. It could have been dark in the room. Yeah. Could have been middle of the night, just yes, waking up. like and, that's what it was. Yeah. Whew. Uh, yeah, just bad. Just bad all around. Nasty. Uh, look, this, is, this show is called Weekly Weird News, so, uh, you know. You know what you're getting here. You know here what here. you're getting here. It is obviously an, a nightmare scenario, but those last two stories really do raise an important question. Let's get some audience interaction going. This is time for you to interact with the content. Uh-huh. because we're getting demonetized and deplatformed probably. Let's get that interaction. If engagement. you were forced to choose between two scenarios. Which one would you pick? What kind
0: of freak are you? The Grubhub situation or the Ritz-Carlton situation, which one are you chugging?
1: I: which one do you choose to chug?: I think glug, glug. If I had to choose, based on the other parts of these scenarios, that I would choose the piss. Because it seemed as though it was completely an accident, whereas the semen seems uh, evil and intentional. Intent doesn't matter. You're drinking it either way. I, in my opinion, intent matters.
0: I feel like with the the piss is more like immediately, viscerally disgusting to like the senses. Yeah. Whereas the water bottle, that's more disgusting on a conceptual level.
1: That's what, both, I feel
0: like the taste would not be as bad, but just the thought of it is more fucked
1: up. Uh, the first one is, a, it's, a, it's a pretty severe oopsie, but it's still an oopsie. And I think that I would be able to forgive and forget <laughs> after a while. I don't know. I would definitely uh, wash my mouth out immediately and then go to the store myself and get a delicious milkshake to wash it all down. Or, or you're going to be haunted by that forever and you'll never be able to have a milkshake ever again. Which would ruin uh, my life, because I fucking love
0: milkshake. That would be a problem. I can live without water, but live without milkshake? Just kill me.
1: Have you ever had a salted chocolate milkshake? Yeah, of course. Well, now this is going to ruin it for me. I'm going to be tasting nothing but salt from now on. Uh, anyways, uh, leave a comment below. Your interaction makes the show possible. Yeah, which one do you pick? Okay, and now a moment of silence and uh, a big thank you for the, the ad reads this week for supporting the show. Um, Something that YouTube will probably not do in this episode. No. Despite their aggression towards ad viewership in the recent weeks. Uh Um, Yes. Okay. Waited a little bit. Now it's time for the ad read. Thank you for watching this ad read. We really appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, We've got lots more
0: coming up in the headlines half of the show. But first, a word from this episode's sponsor. ZocDoc. Oh, perfect spot For when maybe you ingest something you didn't think you wanted to, and you need a doctor... To tell you you're going to be okay. Real quick. Yeah. This country's healthcare system certainly has some issues, one of which is that even if you're fully insured, actually finding a doctor who takes your insurance and is available to see you can be a very annoying, time-consuming, and antiquated process. And the longer it takes to find a doctor, the more likely you are to fall down some internet rabbit hole of potentially questionable medical advice. And then, even when you find a doctor, it's hard to know beforehand whether they're the right
1: doctor for you. Well, ZocDoc makes this whole process a whole lot easier. Uh, You just fill in what you need, where you live, what your availability is, and what insurance you have. And ZocDoc pulls up a list of doctors along with their availability, plus loads of user reviews to help you find the care that you need and book it with just the tap of a finger. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. These docs all have verified
0: reviews from actual real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps, no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. This is definitely something that would have come in very handy for both of us so many times over the years, but it's finally here. So go to ZocDoc.com weeklyweird and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash weeklyweird. ZocDoc.com slash Weekly Weird.
1: All right, now let's get into the weirdest headlines from around the world this week. And uh, just a lovely, amazing, not uh, serious, not deadly... Not offensive. I, I'm gonna say this is a cool crime. This is definitely a cool crime. Uh, straight out of Florida too. So straight I mean, out of Yar- Bradenton, I believe. So that's not. I don't claim. Ricky Bradenton. Land. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but it's all part of Ricky Ricky Land. Yeah, sure. That's yes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the the sort of southern uh, outer reaches of Tampa, the the yeah. West Coast baby. Yeah, West Coast of Florida. Here you go. Driver of booty patrol truck that resembles border patrol is cited in florida and yeah cited for
1: being too cool the picture is it is dead on supposed to look like a border patrol truck yeah it it looks great and someone
0: found like the owner of the truck posted like a bunch of just like videos on youtube of him and his friends like showing off their trucks with like cool editing and stuff uh they're all like they look like they're 19 years old yeah um and they're, they're having a blast. Yeah. And I don't see what the crime is. They say that there was like sirens or something or uh, the, they had lights on it. But I'm like, oh, the only people who would fall for this are stupid because it clearly it says booty patrol. <laughs> yeah. Also, what the hell is the Border Patrol doing in
1: Florida? There's no border. Where's the border? Um, <clears throat> yes, this is a, a great, this is the perfect vehicle for when you see a, a lovely ad that says hot milfs right now in your area. Uh oh, booty take, patrol. Uh oh, and, and he and the Sound of the booty patrol. He
0: needs those l- sirens for when he sees a thick booty. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point of the booty patrol? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a sighting of a
1: big fat ass down here on <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop coming through. Woo! Well, uh, unfortunately, the driver of the booty patrol truck has been cited. Fight these charges. Yes. Get this man a lawyer. G- g- I demand demand a was, jury trial. I thought this was America. I, not even I thought this was America. I thought this was Florida. I know. That's another thing. Yeah. Come on. If anywhere this should be allowed, it should be Florida. Uh, Ron DeSantis should make this his personal uh, court case because he is, you know, obviously developing quite a booty walking around. He is. With those uh, high heels on all day. <laughs> He's looking pretty stacked. He's pulling a wagon. It would be hilarious if he just developed a voluptuous ass. I look good. I don't even care that I'm <laughs>
0: dropping out of the presidential race. <laughs> you
1: know what? This actually feels good. Uh, yeah. It's changed my life. Yeah. I'm just more in balance, I feel. Drag shows are back on the menu. Mm-hmm. And I am participating. <laughs> Elon Musk thinks the main character in Blade Runner was named Blade Runner.
0: <laughs> this is like how I used to watch movies when I was a small child. Yeah. Like I love the part in Home Alone when Home Alone threw the paint cans at the guy. Yeah, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but yeah, he he was posting, it, of course, about the Cybertruck, and he's like, "Looks like something that Blade Runner would drive, right?" Like, this is
1: he keeps his name's Rick Deckard, Elon he, he, fake he keeps, nerd, fake fan. Yeah, he keeps outing himself to specifically the people that he's targeting for the sales of yeah. these types of things.
0: My favorite part of Blade Runner was when Blade Runner ran the blades. <laughs> yeah, it was sick.
1: This and then uh, when he when he did like one of his first. Twitter spaces where he uh, told actual coders what coding is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, that actually
0: shattered his, his image mm-hmm. in a, a pretty big way, I'd say. Because a lot
1: of, like, the tech people... Like, wow, this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah,
0: they, they'd been seeing him as, like, a visionary. And they're like, oh, he actually doesn't know shit about coding. Like, yeah, there at were
1: all. A, a bunch of comments at the time being like, you know, when he was talking about rockets and stuff, I didn't yeah, know about yeah, that, like, okay. so I just assumed that he yeah. was a genius. <laughs> now he's talking about what it takes to run Twitter and I know what that is, and he's a fucking moron. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Blade Runner. Wait till you see Star Wars. Harrison Ford as Blade Runner. Wait, hold on. That's Blade Runner. Why, why, is, that guy, why is that guy's name Millennial Falcon? Going to the Blade Runner Millennial screening. Millennial Falcon. Going to Blade Runner
0: screening and uh, nudging my wife. That's Blade Runner. That's Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> a small New Zealand city has been plagued by drivers blasting Celine Dion ballads at 2 a.m. for almost a year. Cool. That would be annoying, I think. Yeah.
1: But, um, especially it's probably like if New Zealand, probably pretty small.
0: Yeah. Diet. It's just not the vibes you usually get from New Zealand. Everyone there seems pretty chill uh-huh. for the most part. Yeah. For the most part.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I, I guess it's some trend there. Uh, I mean, in America, there's like those people that, they turn like half their car into a subwoofer and they have mm-hmm. like competitions yeah. with that that was
1: very big in the 90s
0: yeah i mean it still exists and it's ridiculous like yeah. it it they're measuring like it you can't actually enjoy the music you're listening to because it's all just like subsonic bass yeah. over in new zealand they're doing like the opposite where it's like they're going for treble <laughs> and so Celine Dion is like the Ow! Celine Dion's like their ideal like test Music
1: for that because of her,
0: uh, you know, her high vocal range. High
1: vocal range. Yeah. This is like that trend in uh, I think it was either Thailand or Indonesia where people would scream like I think it was "Om um, Tolalet" at all the trucks because they had like insane horns. So this is just like these semi trucks rolling through towns going like oh, God. They were like at, elaborate horn honks, mm-hmm. and so people would uh, film it and scream like "Om um, Tolalet." I can't remember what it means, but uh, it was basically was like uh, their version of yeah. Hey, play your horn.
0: Yeah. Let's hear the horn.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyways, let's move on to uh, always a fun topic for everyone online. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift fans in
0: Argentina have camped out in tents for five months in order to be front row
1: at the ERA's tour. People are very upset with us. So in Argentina, is it based on who gets in first? Is who gets the best seats? I, uh, they're just lining up to
0: buy tickets, I think. I don't
1: know. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, this is shitty if you waited for five months and then you were like, oh, yeah, my ticket says I'm way up high in the nosebleed. I don't know exactly how it works. Maybe there's an open floor seating. But uh, yeah, this
0: is like a group of a couple dozen Taylor fans down there who have set up this whole like Excel spreadsheet
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where uh, there's like a basically a semi-permanent camp set up there. And you like the longer you camp there yourself, the more points you get and you, like, overnight stays are worth more points, and basically by the end of the waiting period... There always has to be someone occupying the tents. Yeah. But by the you end... You'll lose your spot if but, no one... But the ultimate order will be determined by whoever spent the most time okay. camping down there. So they're, All right. they're working in
1: shifts. Um, Look, uh, what a fun activity. Five months? Five months is a bit excessive. The, you know, this, uh, not to this extreme level, but it does harken back to the uh, the... Well, I, it, I'm sure it happened before that, but in the 80s and 90s, when people would camp out at the mall to yeah. buy tickets from the record store. Sam Goody. Yeah. That was a real thing that happened. Also, uh, even recently, when people would camp out for uh, new console releases and stuff like that, yeah. but five months is obviously very excessive. That's ridiculous. What are you doing? You're not um, even going to remember the concert. Although, the resale on those really good seats, would it offset five months of wages? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know
0: about Argentina wages. Their economy is famously uh, volatile, okay. but um, I, I can't see that working out. They, this seems like something you'd only do for if you were a true fan. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. But I don't want to make fun of these people too much.
1: Uh, no, well, they're... They, because
0: no fan of Taylor Swift has done anything wrong. Ever.
1: Ever. Yeah. just so we're clear we love Taylor Swift uh this is a Taylor Swift friendly show uh-huh uh big big fans I can name uh this, she does the shake it off i I she does, uh, I hadn't actually listened to any of her the
0: Taylor's version thing fucking brilliant I'm surprised no one ever thought of this oh uh, well but the labels
1: are already saying they're they're trying to make rules and contracts now because of that yeah that says that you cannot re-record your music because uh, yeah I, yeah I so yeah she got screwed
0: out of the royalties for her first like six albums or whatever so she's just like well fuck it I'm just gonna re-record them and release them so I can make 100% of the money and uh, yeah I'm not a huge fan at all but I, I'm like I know that Shake It Off song yeah. so I was like let me, let me listen to this. that one like just came out a week ago
1: I'm like let, let me listen to this I'm like sounds exactly the same let me correct you. Uh, when he says he's not a fan, it means that he's not actively engaged Right, in a I'm fandom, not camping out. But for... obviously, everyone loves Taylor Swift's music. Yeah, and her multiple appearances at NFL games. But yeah, I mean, it sounds to my and the way ear, she floats
0: our economy. It sounds pretty much exactly the same, and it's like top of the charts again. Like this woman
1: is kind of a genius. I couldn't. I, gotta say I that. couldn't name a song or hum one, but I did hear that folklore album a bunch because my friend's daughter was super into it, and she would play it all the time. Okay. So uh, if it was on, I'd be able to identify it. But uh, on the spot, no. He's a real fan over here. Big fan. Uh, I love what she's doing for our economy. She single-handedly pulled us out of a re- recession. Yeah. And I believe she deserves some credit for that. Also, one of the funniest, like, all-time tweets. And she was, put Travis Kelsey on the map. <laughs> was the uh, Taylor Swift fan account that ha- that went to jail for not joining like, the IDF. Sorry,
0: guys. I've been gone for a while. I was like, what did you? <laughs> I was in jail. Like, what did you go
1: to jail for? It was like, oh, I refused to join the IDF. Yeah hero. Mm -hmm. Let's move on though, uh, because a man is accused of masturbating in Target claims it was dildo, not his actual penis.
0: Oh! Well, you're free to go. Your Honor! You see, indecent exposure would require that that penis was a human penis belonging to me Mm -hmm. when in fact it was a dildo. It was obviously a prank because it was a dildo. I'm pretty sure it was his real penis but this is a hell of a defense. It is. because how? I mean, hey, prove me wrong. The burden of proof lies on the state, not on me. He has to like... Uh, Innocent
1: until presi- found guilty. Flip it on everyone and be like, no, my penis is far too small to be the one yeah. that everyone is accusing me of having. Right. Well, why would he lie about that? That's, yeah. yeah. You're free to
0: go. You make a good this point.
1: small penis man is free to go.
0: Yeah. Hasn't he suffered enough? He comes into court like after sitting on an ice pack for like <laughs> days. He's like, look at this. Does that look like a penis from the security footage? No, because that penis is not
1: mine. It's a dildo, Your Honor. Uh, sir, you're under arrest again because no one asked you to pull your penis out in this courtroom. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that was a dildo too, you see. My balls have ascended into my, <laughs> into my stomach. Please let me
0: go. Parasites. Mother wins court case to evict two sons in their 40s. I,
1: I, cool, I guess. And this I, is in think, Italy.
0: Oh, well, okay. Makes more uh, sense. Yeah, and there's like multiple words in Italian for this exact scenario. I didn't realize the average age that people move out of their parents' house in Italy is 30. We're getting there here in America, though. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, That's
1: what happens when there's literally nowhere else to move.
0: Yeah, but yeah, these guys are in their 40s, really not contributing at all, taking up space. And this this old Italian lady, she had enough, tried to kick him out, and she had to sue. Yeah. And uh, she wins. And uh, I hope this family can recover from this. Um, She's about to have the best time of her life. Yeah, she's finally about about to get a groove back. Uh Uh-huh. I keep inviting these handsome men over, and my two 40-year-old sons are always in the house playing their Segas and their Nintendos and eating their
1: Bagel Bites. It really kills the mood. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being uh, born and raised in Italy and eating Bagel Bites? (laughs) What? (laughs) That's can, real Italian cooking. You can have breakfast at any time. <laughs> Mama, you can have a breakfast at any time. Pizza. In, on in the bagel. morning, <laughs> in the evening, even at the supper time. You can pry this bagel bite from my cold dead hands.
0: I mean, bagel bite is a product that could only come from America. Because yeah. you have you have it's a melting pot of influences here. You have the Italians and the East Coast Ashkenazi Jews, and together their cuisine mm-hmm. makes the bagel bite.
1: Yeah, you can't have hands. one without
0: the other. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about we this We love country. America, don't the we? The Bagel bite should be our national food,
1: because yep. just look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You're bringing people together from around the world. Next headline, though. We mentioned him once already, but why not do it again? Leonardo DiCaprio's new girlfriend wasn't even born when Titanic was released. But she also likes that booty hole. She does. She's also uh
0: she's 25 already, so this relationship has months at best left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he has a long running streak of never dating anyone over the age of 25. It's become such a meme that
1: he's like embraced it. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a fi- it's a finish line for the relationship. Like we he you enter a relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio and he's like we all know what happens. Right. It is weird though, like cuz I I guess
0: for a couple of years now he's been dating women who were not alive or conscious during his teen idol period Mm -hmm. when he was, like, the most hot.
1: Like In your opinion, I prefer the aged and masculine and sexy leader. Uh, He's a great
0: actor, and he's played a lot of, like, great roles over the years, but, like, it's just hard for me to comprehend seeing him as that kind of star if you weren't even alive for that period of time.
1: What I don't get is... I just don't understand a connection with someone that is that young when you're that old. Yeah. no. I, I feel like every conversation would be very annoying. How was school?
0: <laughs> yeah. She's an adult woman. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but
1: like, yeah, it's just like there's no like connection, I feel like, between someone with that big of an age gap. I don't per- know. It's perfectly legal. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, it, it is a little odd.
0: I mean, that could be why these relationships don't last that long. Maybe he just hasn't put it together. He's like, why did my relationships never last? They always sort of fizzle out. Well, anyway, on to the next 24-year-old. Let's try this again. (laughs) It never seems to work. We always run out of shit to talk about.
1: I mean, he's literally the Matthew McConaughey quote. Uh, Not the high school part, but he keeps getting older and they stay the same age.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somerset Gimp banned from gimping for five years. It's an important update on a story we covered a while back. This guy in the village of Somerset in... uh, Southwest England, I think. This yeah. is like
1: when you take away Americans' ability to scam. This is going to hurt worse than
0: any jail. You are banned from gimping. Yeah, this guy was in a full leathery latex gimp suit popping out, just scaring people in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took this long. It's been years. But he finally was sentenced to uh, no gimping. Well, uh, no
1: gimp suits. He's about to pivot to gooning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to go outside for that. You can goon from the comfort <laughs> of your home.
1: Yeah. Woo. Driver of van with missing tire attempts to evade police while carrying 326 cases of beer. It's bound down. down. <laughs> Load it up and truck it. We gonna do what they say can't be done. Uh, yeah, uh, so this is up in Canada. I guess like... Canada is the Texas of the north. So, this driver rented...
0: This is a rental van. Went into Quebec, oh, where Quebec? I guess I guess alcohol is cheaper in Quebec. Bought a literal van full of alcohol and then trying to get into Ottawa and it was weighing the van down so much that one of the tires burst and he just kept driving. You gotta shift the load so so it takes the pressure off. (laughs) Police pulled him over. They're like, sir, your fucking, your wheel is gone. And he's like, oh, uh, thanks. And they're like, wait, is that 326 cases of beer in there? You bootlegging son. And he's like, don't worry, it's for personal use as the law says it must be. Mm -hmm. Because you can buy alcohol between the
1: provinces but not for commercial use. Yeah. And so, they, yeah, they got him. You take that beer southwest of, of Quebec, and that's bootlegging.
0: That's bootlegging, baby. Mm-hmm.
1: Claims emerge questioning the true age of Bobby, the world's oldest dog who died at age 31. All right, the haters are coming out of the woodwork, of
0: course, you know, can't, can't, let, can't let Bobby uh, have, be in the spotlight too long. Mm-hmm. All these uh, dog experts are saying it's impossible
1: for a dog to be 31 years old. They say they love dogs, yet they want to cut this one in half and count the rings. Yeah. I think you're a dog hater, not a dog lover. Yeah. This should be a triumph. Everyone should be rallying around this dog. Yeah. I, you know, it's still real to me, damn it. And it got to age 31 by drinking two Dr. Peppers and having a smooth camel cigarette every day. And just pissing straight into its own mouth. Yeah. Uh. You know, some people prefer milkshakes. (laughs) I prefer the warm... Filling taste of my own piss. Mm. God damn it, that Twitter account's going to cut that now. Use it for me against, against me for the rest of the time. They got him. Laser. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Luckily, it was right at the end of the episode, uh-huh. so they have to watch 45 minutes or more of yeah, right. content in order to get that quote. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. We'll, of course, be back next week. But in the meantime, make sure you like the video. Because Please. Because if you don't like the video... Please the the algorithm's going to win against us this we are battling the they're, algorithm with this video they're trying to shut us down we
0: are persecuted men so please
1: <laughs> please like the video please comment about what you love better p or jizz or whatever our question <laughs> like and uh watch our old, our other videos we have a video about uh Biden fighting against uh his newest enemy artificial the intelligence machines. <laughs> and also an episode about uh, uh, uh speaking of Quebec yeah xqc xqc uh who He's really loving watching all that war footage. Yeah. Check out those videos and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.